This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, more information about the show can always be found on our Facebook page. Like us at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Now, last month for Mother's Day, we invited moms from our Hubbard Radio family to talk about being a mom. We called them super moms. So I wanted to do the exact same thing this morning for Father's Day for our super dads on staff here at Hubbard Radio. In the studio with me now, we're joined by Big Dave, popular morning radio show host. We're also joined by Mike Frederick. Mike is vice president and market manager of Hubbard Radio here in Cincinnati. We're also joined by our co-worker, Kelby. Kelby is the proud father of twin daughters. It's our pleasure to welcome Mike, Kelby, and Big Dave to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, fellas. Happy Father's Day to you. Same Thank to you. you. Thank Same you, Ronnie. Ronnie. Happy Father's Day to you. All right. Good, good. So just like the ladies, you know, we had super moms on for Mother's Day. We have super dads in the studio with us this morning. And just so happens that all three of you gentlemen are in the Adopt-A-Class program. I didn't plan that or anything, but that's just the way it goes, right? He's paying us. <laughs> exactly. So let's start with Big Dave here, guys. Hi. Hey. <laughs> so you know what, Dave? You're. I, you know, I see you on Facebook. You're building sets with your kids on stage. You. You know. You have your son doing sports. You're picking kids up after school. You're doing all this stuff. You're getting up in the bewitching hour and everything like mm-hmm. that. How do you do all that, man? I don't know. I feel like I should be getting a second salary as an Uber driver sometimes <laughs> because my, my afternoons. And you know what's worse is, it's, it's, and I've talked to some other parents about this, in the summer you think it should be easier, mm-hmm. but, but it's not. It's even more difficult in the summer with all, with all the different activities they have to chauffeur them from here to there. Summer camps. Well, that's it. Exactly. I mean, and when school's in session, I just go to school in the afternoon and pick them up. That's it. But now it's like, well, my daughter's doing Shakespeare camp this week. My son's got basketball practice and training and then the swim team. I mean, it's just everywhere. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I get you right now. I'm in downtime. So I'm enjoying it right now. What's but, that like? Yeah, that it, won't it, last long. It, right? It's not going to last long because I know in July we got a lot going on. But yeah. All right. So, Mike. Yes. All right, Mike, you have three daughters, right? That is true. And you're the only man in the house. So is everything like pink and pretty and Barbie yeah, dolls I, and tea parties and prom dresses? Yeah, I am the house of hormones, right? <laughs> it, is, it is nonstop. It's a different – I grew up with two brothers and a sister that was very – kind of a, a male sports-leaning family. So having all girls has been a big change for me. But it's it's awesome. Okay, they how, beat them down. Okay, and so how old are the girls? I have a uh, okay. You can put me a spot. I have an eighteen-year-old, and I have a sixteen-year-old, and I have a fourteen-year-old. Okay, and Big Dave, your kids are uh, thirteen and ten. Okay, now Kelby, let's bring Kelby in here. Now, me and Kelby are we're always talking. We had kids in the the Catholic school system, so we're trying to figure that out a lot of times. His girls, he has twin girls, right? Correct. So, what is that like? That having a, twin teenage girls. That is a unique dynamic, that is for sure. <laughs> Can't even it, imagine it, it, Yep, so they're 15 and a half, uh, identical twins, and um, yeah, it's it's. So what's the wildest from, thing about being a having twin daughters? What's the wildest thing? It's just the fact that when you think about it, they're together pretty much 24-7, and they actually get along about 95% of the time. That's, it's that's, very rare that that's they nice. yeah, that's have called an a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it it's it is uh it, it's quite a dynamic though. It's it's very interesting to to watch them 
Now, all three of you gentlemen have teenage daughters. How scary is that? And how is your relationship changing or evolving during these teenage years? That has to be difficult, Dave. Uh, it's difficult for me because, you know, I'm pretty much embarrass her no matter what I do. Really? Even if I, I mean, I get, stop. Do you get that, Kelby? Oh, yeah. Everything stop. I'm not going to do anything. I'm like, she's like, stop it. I'm like, I've just said your name in public. And it, that's all it takes mm-hmm. is that. Is and and I don't know. She seems to be horrified of everything. So I, I mean, I understand, you know, her in, in her body and everything's going through a lot of changes right now. So you know, it's kicking in, and she doesn't want to fool with me right now. So I'm like, whatever. Okay. So are, is she comfortable with you talking about her on air or saying things about her and, and yeah, even I your mean, son? She, she's used to it, and yeah, they're used to it because it's cool. Because their friends all think it's cool. Okay, <laughs> they don't, you know. So, in fact, I think my daughter, and I hope she's not listening. I think she resents me a little bit because some of her friends, especially some of her guy friends, think it's really cool that I'm her dad <laughs> and everything. And I think it bothers her that okay. they're pay, they want to pay more attention to me than they do to her, <laughs> which is awful. And I pay attention to her, not me. I don't care. All right. So. Mike and Kelby, how's that relationship evolving from girls to teenagers? What is that like? I think it's with me, at least, you know, see with an 18-year-old, it's really cool to see that progression from 15 to 18 and soon to be 19. You really see the maturity mm. and the, you start having a different relationship that you really um, – that's just a different level. It's, you know it, – but I still with my my other ones – because of the big sister influence, I think it's just critical to have that kind of big sister that's leading the pack in a uh, positive way, you know, setting a good example for the rest of the kids. So that that's kind of a, been a real positive for our situation. Kelby? Yeah, I would say it's, it is such a, a different um, situation going from grade school to high school. So mm-hmm. for me, they just finished their freshman year of high school. And in grade school, they were kind of like my shadows. Like we were always together doing things. And now you you get to high school and their social life is I can't even keep up. It is <laughs> crazy. Or you come home and all they do is go to their room and shut the door. How about the phone? Like, yeah, yeah. okay, let's disengage. Sure. Let's, there, there's an addiction yeah. here. Let's keep our heads up when we're walking because that <laughs> yeah, phone exactly. is they're always connected. Whether they're with their friends mm-hmm. or – just communicating through their phones with their friends. It, am I a, am I a bad parent for sometimes wondering if my daughter's home? I'm like, is she home? I'll ask my <laughs> wife because I haven't seen her in like three hours, and uh, she's just up in her room. Well, you know, I get that with boys. I have teenage boys, so mm-hmm. it's all Xbox. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I don't even get to talk to them right now. It's like they're all into. Uh, they take turns two out in two hour intervals of playing the Xbox, and when one is not playing, the other one is on his phone. And so it's just like, hello, um, yeah, how are you today? You know, and that's it. That's I all start I to feel guilty sometimes because my son's big into the Fortnite on his computer, and my daughter's watching something on Netflix, and I'm like. All right, well, they're entertained, I guess. I feel guilty because I feel like should I be doing something with them, but they're really doing what they want to do right now. I'm going to go watch an X-Files on Amazon Prime, (laughs) I guess. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I mean, you know. Dave talked about this, and so do you guys think you're cool in your kids' eyes? Are you cool? And I've been asking my sons that all the time. You know, I coach them and stuff, so Mm -hmm. I always say, is it okay if I do this? I think my son likes the fact that I coach him, but outside of that, it's like not so much dad. But do you think your kids – think that you're the cool dad? I think if you're involved in any way, they 
might not say it, but you're a cool dad. I mean, just being involved, I think you're going to catch some flack mm-hmm. because it's cool for them to rib you and give you a hard time. But I think when you really get back and, and, and get to the heart of the matter, if you're involved, they that, that just goes a long way with them. They and might not they, show yeah. it right now, but mm-hmm. there'll be a time. My wife said the exact same thing after because I've spent the past two years my daughter's in the theater and at her school, and I've volunteered to build the set for the plays. And that's, you know, a lot of work. I mean, it is a very time-consuming thing, but it's, you know, it's a kind of a slow time for the radio station, so I don't mind. And it gives, But it's Friday nights and Saturdays, sometimes all day. But it's nice to get in there and for your daughter maybe to see you doing something, you know, other than what your job is. You know, you're volunteering and going right. above and beyond. And again, in case you're just tuning in this morning, happy Father's Day to all of our fathers listening this morning. We have assembled a panel of super dads from our Hubbard Radio staff. We're joined by Big Dave, popular morning radio show co-host. We're also joined by Mike. Mike is the vice president and market manager here at Hubbard. We're also joined by Kelby. Kelby is our co-worker and father of twin teenage girls. God bless him for that. For more information on the show, you can like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. All you have to do is go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Rodney Lear there. Now, let me ask you, gentlemen, this. Now, I asked this question when we had the women on for Mother's Day. What's the one thing you never had as a child that you now want for your own children? Mm. Whether it's material, doing something, what what is it? For me, I, I talked about just an example for me, and I think a lot of people agree with me. It's vacations because yeah, growing yeah. up, we didn't have vacations. That wasn't even a word we in our vocabulary. So yeah. that's the one thing I wanted to make sure my um, we, we travel and things like that. When the kids were born, my wife said, I want to take them to Hawaii when they're like 13 and 14. Well, they're 13 and 14 now. So I have a jug that says, and every time I, I my loose change and my dollars go in there, I say, Hawaii, here we come. I'm the only one in the house saying, Hawaii, here we come. <laughs> Nobody else no wants to go? No one is putting any money in oh. my, my little bank thing. So... And every once in a while, when I want some chips around here or something, I just dig in there and give me a couple of dollars. <laughs> the Hawaii fund. Yeah, the, the Hawaii, Hawaii fund. It's taking a hit on the uh, sun chips. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> but that's an example. Any? What do you guys think? Anything that you never had as a kid that you now want to do or make sure your children have? I think vacations yeah. is a big one. I mean, my dad was a big Civil War enthusiast, like historian. And growing up in the South, all we did was go to battlefields. Okay. And it seemed like and we'd stop to take a picture of some monument. Or one of those roadside signs. I mean, we did some things, but not really. And I think it's – I like that we're able to take the kids on – you know, I, I when, the first time I went to Disney World was when I took my kids. I'd never – I mean, mm-hmm. that wasn't even something that was even close on their radar when I was growing up. So yeah. I like that we're affording them those kind of things right there. All right. Kelby, for you? Uh, for me, it's kind of carrying on that tradition. Um, I was uh, fortunate enough to – you know, be able to go to. We had family that lived in Florida, so we'd go every year and um and and went to Disney World. So it's it's just carrying that on and and taking my daughters to Disney World, and we went on Disney cruise, and um it's just those memories, and it, it doesn't have to be anything extravagant like that. It can be a, a weekend mm-hmm. uh, camping out somewhere. It's just those memories that that you uh, that you have for a lifetime, and it's it's something that you know you always look back and and think about how awesome and fun that that was. Right. Yeah, actually, travel is the same thing. My wife's father was a uh, international pilot, so travel was big on her list. We were 
I grew up, we were just, you know, camping and mm-hmm. vacation here and there. But my kids have been able, fortunate to do a lot of traveling at a young age. And I think it's been one of the things that it's important. They see a little different parts of the world mm-hmm. and being able to exposure to different things. So, yeah, I'd say traveling is probably our big thing we're trying to give that we didn't grow up, which I didn't grow up with. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you guys this now. What's the one thing you wish you had known before you became a dad? The one thing you wish someone would have given you the heads up before you became a dad? Um, I, serious one. Yeah. It's serious and joking that if you do the laundry, every item of clothing they put in the dirty clothes will be inside out. That's <laughs> going to be, I mean, that's like, it's going to take you twice as long. But seriously, though, I wish they would have told me to have more patience. You know, and just because sometimes you find yourself being impatient and you you don't want to be, but you can be because you're, you know, you got a lot. And I I make myself, you know, a couple of times and this is my best advice I can give you. When your kid comes up to tell you something, that's the most important thing in their life at that moment is telling you that. So take time of whatever you're doing Mm -hmm. and listen to them. All right. Yeah, I'd say patience is something that I wish, you know. I would have more of as a father. Still working on it. Work in progress. Mm-hmm. Patience and get off my phone. You know, <laughs> those are my two big advices. All right. I, I would say, well, keeping with the theme, the patience for sure, um, and then also advice that I give to younger parents now is is really just live in the moment, cherish every minute, because I, I think is. As parents, we when they're born, you there's always these milestone, milestones, and you're always looking. Oh, I can't wait until they start to crawl and mm-hmm. until they start to walk and talk. And it's always like next, 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 next. And it's it's really just taking a step back and and just just cherishing those those moments that are right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think it's sort of the same thing for me. It's just being there. Just mm-hmm. being yeah. there, yep. whether, you know, you're coaching or whether you're on the sidelines or whatever it is, it's just you're at the school play and just being there. And if I could add to that, uh, also, I think some great advice is to kind of along the lines of what Big Day was saying, it, it's important, it's imperative to make sure when you are speaking to your kids to look them in the eyes and to have a conversation and to not be distracted. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as parents, we we can be guilty of looking at our phones, checking our phones as well. Uh, it's not just applied to our kids, but as parents, we need to put everything aside and really just, you know, focus on them because that's what's most important. So let me ask you guys this. You know, you all have, again, you have daughters. I have sons. But my boys don't talk to me about anything, and that's scary for me. Like, they don't come home. You know, I have other parents that tell me, oh, yeah, today in school he told me this and that or whatever. My kids tell me nothing. Yeah, they're all like that. that, Okay. Is it just boys or girls? Well, I was going to say that's the difference between boys and girls. We have a – that's another just advice. Open line of communication is key mm-hmm. and i feel very blessed because we we do have that and there are they times where you. they're telling me things i'm like yeah they probably shouldn't even <laughs> be <laughs> yeah, telling me this that. like i probably know too much okay. um but it's it's good well, but i also good for you yes yeah. thank you yeah. but i also think that's the difference between boys and girls okay i worry sometimes sure. like am i doing this right i don't know they, they won't talk to me no, i think well, girls see, are a little more communicative yeah. well I, mean. I have the son and the daughter so i i got when the when i pick them up from school in the afternoon and they roll their eyes but i do it every day the first thing i say to them is it tell me something good that happened to you at school today Mm-hmm. I like that. And they 
you know, they'll sometimes now they'll and eh, I'm saying, nope, you got to tell me something good that happened. Sometimes it may be something really stupid, but sometimes it's really something nice. And you hear, you know, so there you go. And that's funny because sometimes I'll say, how was school? And before I can get it out, good, thanks. See, try I, my yeah, thing. Yeah, I try. Tell me something good that happened to you today at school. I, I usually say, how was school? And he knows that. So he'll say, I say, how was? It was good. And that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can we? It's like pulling it out of them. Yep. But never ask them a question they can answer yes or no okay, to. All right. Thanks. Open ended. Make them say yes. Yeah. Make them have to talk. All right. all right. And again, in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm your host, Rodney Lear. Happy Father's Day to all of our fathers listening this morning. This morning, we're speaking to a panel of super dads right here from our Hubbard Radio Broadcasting family. We're speaking to Kelby. Kelby is the father of twin daughters. We're speaking to Mike. Mike is the vice president and market manager here at Hubbard, Cincinnati. We're also speaking to Big Dave, popular morning radio show host. Now, gentlemen, what's the best part of being a dad? Mike, you're the biggest experience here. Jeez, best part about being a dad. There's so many good things about being a dad. It's hard to just say the one thing. I think it's just watching your kids grow into the type of people that you wish them to be, you know, where you see kind of the work and they that you're putting into this and hoping that they do the right things and that they're mm. that they're treating people the right way and that they're living their lives a certain way. And then when you see that happen, it's a real fulfilling moment because there'll be times it doesn't happen so but when you do get that connection i think that's the best part for me all right kelby what's the best part of being a dad there are so many um but i i would say it's just it's the most rewarding thing that i could ever imagine Mm -hmm. just to to have that relationship and and to you know love them unconditionally it's just um it's it's awesome I like what what they said, but also like when when someone compliments your children on something like their manners or something like that, it really goes a long way. It makes me feel I'm like good because you know I only see them in our house most of the time, you know. Mm-hmm. But when they're interacting with somebody out in public and they come up to you and compliment them, that makes it's like hey, it makes you kind of validated. That, that that's good. That's a good point because sometimes I people have done that and. You know, I'm and I'm so grateful that that's the way they're showing up in the world because they don't show up in my house like exactly. that. Right, right, right. Yeah, you don't but, see that, but you, so other people I'm so do. glad yes. that they're showing up in the world like that because, uh-huh. man, I'm, I almost sometimes I'm like, are you talking about you mean yeah. Lear, my 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 son? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. So, Mike, you know, I wanted to ask you this. So, you know, you have a daughter in college. What is that like? Sending her off to college, is that difficult? What was that like? Yeah, it's, it's difficult but rewarding at the same time. I mean, it's it's difficult because you're going on to the next phase, if you will, but seeing them go off in, in, a, in a solid place in their life and going through some tough times. You know what I mean? It, like all of us, at least for me, school initially was tough, and you see struggle early on, meeting new friends and stuff. And so watching them get through that and coming out the other side, you know, a better experience in a way. So, yeah, it's there's a lot of growth in part of that, but it's been, you know, it's been real positive as far as watching them get stronger. I'm a big, I'm a big failure fan. You know, I mean, I think failure is way overrated, underrated. You know, I'm like when my kids struggle, I'm I, I'm like the dad that comes home and I'm like talking to my wife. So and so didn't make the team or she didn't get into this. I'm like good, and I'm like why are you? I just think it builds. 
character and strength in that you don't run from it. And if you teach your kids failure is part of the journey, I just think it makes them stronger. And, you know, we're lucky that we blessed with a lot of good things. So I like a little sand in the gears sometimes. And so college has provided some more sand in the gears for her, so to speak. So Mm -hmm. that's been a real, I hate to say positive, but it's a growth experience. So that's what I'd like to see is kind of the growth. All right. So finally this morning, you have to think about this one. What three adjectives do you think your children would use to describe you as a dad? Think about it. Well, I remember the first one for me would be um, immature. <laughs> because, you know, you have the things. Because now I get – my daughter says that to me a lot. The things that we've always done, the silly little things, I'm immature now for doing them. Immature. Um, I hope they say um, – hardworking, and I hope they say loving. Good. Good. Mike? Boy, can I pass? Uh, Um, No, you cannot pass. I think they think I'm pretty chill. Okay. Um, That would be one. I think they think I'm pretty focused and and driven, and I think they would say that um, that I'm pretty nice. Okay. Good. Good things. Kelby Um, is still thinking. Overly protective, which is true. Loving and... Hard working. Yeah. Oh, you're looking at me. Um, I've read some of my sons. They write these papers and who's your, you know, the person you admire most. And fortunately, I know my oldest son has, I've been the, the source of that. And I know he's, he talks about me being hard working and nice. Mm-hmm. So those are two great things. Now, my youngest son, I don't know what he would say. I don't know what he would say. He'd probably say hard working because I think my youngest son one time he got mad at me when he was like two or three, and he told me, um, Daddy, leave and go to your other house, meaning here at oh, work. <laughs> so I was thinking like, well, do I work right. too much or well, what? That could be it. And, and that is something weird enough, strangely enough, that, you know, I laughed at that. But then I went back and, you know, when they were a little bit older and they, I think they think I work too much, but I think my wife is a stay at home mom, so she's always there. So they, and I'm, you know, I'm at work eight hours sure, a day, right. so I think that's right. what the disconnect is. Yeah. I don't think I work too much, but, oh, I said that in front of the boss. But yeah, yeah I work all the time. <laughs> you work, you work a lot. Yeah, right, right. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for taking the time you. to talk to us. I really appreciate it. Happy Father's Day to each and every one of you. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank Happy you. Father's Day, right. We've been talking to super dads from our Hubbard Radio Broadcast family here in Cincinnati. We've been talking to Big Dave, Mike, and Kelby. For anything that you may have missed this morning, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear, and like us there. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. Just go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Happy Father's Day to all of our fathers listening this morning. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week, be encouraged. Any workout, any mood, any time. That's what the Peloton Tread is all about. From interval runs that motivate you to go the extra mile, power walks that work up a sweat, rolling hill hikes for you to enjoy, and full body boot camps to hit your goals. Plus thousands of workouts that go beyond the tread. Strength programs, core classes, yoga, Pilates, and even boxing. Everything you need on and off the Peloton Tread. Experience it all for yourself with a 30-day home trial. Learn more at OnePeloton.com.